0: Hey there, welcome to November, really the beginning of lots of holiday blended adventures. What do you think? What's happening in your home? Are you ready? Do you have big plans for the holidays? Or are you afraid? (laughs) Are you concerned about family blow-ups and custody exchanges going poorly Are you wondering what traditions you're going to celebrate? Are you wondering how you establish new traditions? These are great questions showing up in the Facebook conversations. And there's a lot of concern about what do we do to set new traditions? What do we do when we don't celebrate traditions the same way, when we bring our growing up experiences into our new families and nobody else is really interested in doing them? So does that mean we don't do them? How do we establish new traditions? How do we pass them down? Do we decide that we're not going to do an event because we know that the kids are going to do it with their mom? I mean, we have all of these questions. And so, this is definitely the season to be planning in advance. And that's what we're going to do, but we're not going to do that this week. I'll prepare an episode for you next week with some suggested ways to navigate the holidays and really reduce your stress because, really, the holidays are about family and spending time together and building relationships and maybe even establishing new traditions. So next week, that's what we're going to talk about. Do you have a question that you'd like answered? Head on over to stepfamilypodcast.com and just scroll down a little bit on the page and you'll see the microphone there where you can record a message and I'll get it Well, right after you hit the send button, it's so cool technology that we have today. I would love to answer it on the show. So that's what I'll be doing next week. This week, I'm focusing on what happened 100 years ago. What? Yeah, stay with me. Stay with me. So ostrich farms in California. There was an entrepreneur who decided that he was going to ship ostriches from overseas and put them on his California farm so that he could sell ostrich buggy, horse buggy, ostrich buggy rides to people and people paid and all of that and took tours around his farm. Talk about a creative entrepreneurial idea. Hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, you definitely can relate that there are niches and super niches. I would call an ostrich farm a super niche. Hey, I Googled what happened 100 years ago, because this is the 100th anniversary. No, wait, that's not right. This is the 100th episode. So I guess it's an anniversary of episodes. This is the 100th episode of this podcast. And I am rip-roaring excited to share with you a laser coaching session. So if you're inside the Facebook group, you know that there's an opportunity once a month to apply for a free laser coaching session. And a couple of days ago, I recorded a session with Holly. And as I was looking through it, getting ready to post it to the Facebook group, I thought this is a great episode to share on the podcast. And it actually does lean into traditions a little bit too, as far as establishing norms in your step family. Holly brought a common question to laser coaching.
1: Oftentimes, If someone were to say your mom and your dad talking about me and their dad, they go, oh, no, no, stepmom. And they correct whoever, which is fine. That is my role. But I feel that there is a a disconnect when they do that. And they bring me lower um, to a place where they don't need to respect me as much as they respect their biological parents.
0: I'm 100% confident on this 100th episode that you can relate to feeling 100% disrespected by your stepkids. All right. Are you ready to get to it? Let's do it. Are you tired of all the double standards for stepmoms? Do you find yourself searching for answers on how to deal with imposter syndrome? You know, you're highly successful in many other areas of your life, but as a stepmom, you're anxious and confused. Do you feel isolated and rejected by your own family? Unsettled when your reality isn't matching up with your expectations and your self-perception. Is your biggest fear that your stepfamily battles are slowly destroying intimacy with your husband and impacting every other sacred area of your life? Hey, step I see you. I know it's hard. I know that you're tired of all those double standards And that's why this podcast was created with you in mind, so that you can stop focusing on all those things that are dragging you down and start using the power, the gifts, and the influence that you already have to embrace God's call on you as a stepmom. It's time to stop searching for those divorce lawyers. Instead, it's time to gain wisdom on dealing with difficult in-laws, outlaws, and exes and become an influential voice in your blended family based on who God says you are. Hey, I'm Jen, wife, mom, stepmom, Jesus girl, pickleball lover, chief encourager, and new stepmama friend. And I can't wait to get started. It's time to stop playing small and start reclaiming the boldness and the courageousness that God has already given to you. Welcome to the podcast. I pray that this week's episode blesses you, encourages you, uplifts you, and most of all, I pray that you know you are not alone. Hey, Holly. So nice to see you today. How are you showing up today? Good.
1: I'm doing good. It's exciting and I'm a little nervous because I really don't know where this conversation is going to go, but I'm excited.
0: What would you like to focus on today?
1: So I've been a stepmom for a little over two years and it's been wonderful. My kids are great, but we do have kind of an issue with them respecting me and viewing me as a parental figure. Um oftentimes if someone were to say your mom and your dad talking about me and their dad, they go, oh no, stepmom, and they correct whoever, which is fine. That is my role, but I feel that there is a, a disconnect when they do that and they bring me lower um to a place where they don't need to respect me as much as they respect their biological parents.
0: How do you feel when you hear step? That's no, that's my stepmom. How do you feel?
1: Oh, yucky. <laughs> that's, that's, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is it maybe it hurts my pride some, um, because I'm mom half the time. 50% is I am the mom role. And so to be in a sense, not down a peg, because of that, you know, that it hurts. It does hurt. And I know they don't mean it to be hurtful because they have a lot of love for their biological mom. And our decree specifically says that I'm not allowed to be called mom or a form of mom. So they call me by my first name. But it still stings a bit when they call me, oh, it's my stepmom. Or can you please, cor-? they've asked me in the past to correct people and say, their stepmom.
0: <laughs> okay. And that feels yucky to you. Yeah. It's hard. Okay. okay. And what makes this so important for you right now to focus on increasing respect in your home from your stepkids?
1: Part of it is I've got a four month old, four and a half month old baby girl, and I want them to be setting a good example for her as she continues to grow up to know that she needs to respect her mom. But even more than that, just, you know, what the Bible teaches about respect and encouraging them to respect people in authority. And I know they do that at school and I know they do that at church for their Sunday school teachers. And I feel like I deserve that same respect. And so sometimes not getting that, I guess it just makes me feel less than, and, um, just, I'd really like to find ways to encourage them to know how to respect me better.
0: Okay. If you could come up with one example of what that looks like, what would it look like for them to respect you?
1: First time obedience. Uh, that's something that growing up, that was a huge phrase in our home. I ask you to do something, you say, Yes, ma'am, or Yes, sir, and you do it. It's not, Can I do this first? or well, I don't really feel like doing that right now. It was, you do it. First time obedience. And so that's something that my husband and I have tried to instill in the kids is first time obedience. They don't get that when they're not with us, they have a very different structure in their other home. And, and so it's a lot of rebuilding every time they come back to us every other week. And so that first transition day and the day after Or sometimes two days after, it can be really tough of, hey, I told you to turn that off or you needed to be doing that. I asked you three times now and why aren't you doing it kind of thing.
0: Okay. So by the end of our time together, what do you want to walk away with?
1: Really just some practical tips on how to establish authority in a loving and gentle way and yeah, creative, creative tips to get respect or gain respect rather. And uh, for them to know that they can respect me and that I deserve respect.
0: You mentioned first time obedience. What are a couple other examples that you would like to see that would demonstrate respect in your home towards you? How they speak
1: to me. There are times where I will say something, a random fact, a, um, really, it could be anything. And oftentimes my stepson will correct me. No, that's not right. No, that's her differently. Hmm. And it could be something related to the Bible. It could be, Hey, that blue heron in our pond down the road hasn't been there in weeks, if not months, I wonder what happened to it. And then it shows up again. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it came back. And he goes, it's always been there. No, it hasn't. But trying to not argue with my 11 year old or my eight year old, uh-huh. just don't, you don't always have to have an answer for everything or have the final word, things uh-huh.
0: like that. Okay. Okay. Would you, how would you describe the personalities of your 11 year old and your eight year old? Are they distinctly different? Are they similar?
1: they're different. So my 11 year old's a boy, my eight year old's a girl. My 11 year old is so bright and extremely studious and very logical in his thinking. He doesn't miss anything. (laughs) I will be in the other room with my husband having a completely random conversation and he'll be in the living room or in his bedroom and go, wait, what are we doing this weekend? He knows he can just, he just hears everything. So yeah. nothing can be a secret around him. And my stepdaughter is eight and she is also very bright and very smart and a sweet little girl, but she is definitely more, I'm a pretty princess flighty, like just in her own little world, singing and whistling all the time and just, Oh, I forgot we were going here today. And then we get there and wait, we're going here. Just not always honed in like her brother. Okay.
0: Okay. It sounds like she's fun though. Yes. Yes. If you were to focus on your 11 year old logical thinker, what do you think would appeal to him that he would want to demonstrate respect in your home? I
1: guess something that I've thought about is when he asks me why I tell them to do something. Why? That giving him the answer, well, I, because I said so. As a stepmom, that's hard because they don't understand my thought process or why I'm making this rule or saying this thing. And so I feel like that doesn't help them learn to respect me. They're just like, because oh, she said so kind of thing. So something that I've tried to talk to them about is the moral reason why. And I think that's a growing kids God's way thing from years ago, giving them The moral reason why I'm going to take your sister to dance. You're old enough to stay home alone for 12, 15 minutes while I run her up the road. While I'm gone, finish homework. And if your friends come to say hi or go play, like they're not allowed to come in the house. Why? Why isn't he allowed to come in the house? Because the moral reason why would be if something were to happen to him or something were to break and no one was home, that would not be a good thing. So (laughs) trying to find... A quick response that's not just because I said so, but here's a quick reason why that would help satisfy that desire to know why, but also help him learn to respect that my decision is my decision.
0: You want to sometimes you want the I said so to work because you might be in a hurry and you just need yes. to. Go. And when you yeah. don't get the action that you want, because, because I said so, you feel disrespected. But your 11 year old stepson wants to know all the answers to everything because he's a thinker. Mm -hmm. Knowing that, are there some norms that you could establish that when X happens, this is the support behind it? Maybe
1: if you rephrased it, I would understand what you're asking a little better.
0: You use the example of you're going to leave for 15 minutes. If your son is asking you why, then the clock is ticking and dance is approaching. (laughs) So the stress level is going up and you don't want to explain why you just want him to do maybe that particular dance situation would fall in a bucket of when he is left home alone for short periods of time, then fill in the blank.
1: I like that. I think that's very practical. I think it's going to take me and my husband sitting down and writing out some of these guidelines and boundaries Uh, I hate to call them rules because I don't want to be, it's hard to be the house that has all the rules and says no all the time. And then the other house doesn't as much, but at least giving some guidelines of in this situation or in this scenario, this is what's the standard answer. I like that. I think that's really helpful.
0: How could you help him understand the reasoning behind it instead of telling him how else could you help him understand when you're left alone for a short period of time, what could you ask him? Could you please
1: keep the doors locked and not let anyone come into the house while we're gone? Is that what you're asking?
0: Not oh, quite. we're brainstorming here. Okay. So <laughs> this is, there's no wrong answer here. This okay. is thinking out loud. That's the beauty of it. Okay. I could share an example of something I'm thinking of if, if that would be helpful to you. Please do. When you're left home alone for short periods of time, what do you think me and your dad might be concerned about? Or your husband asking that, what do you think me and Holly would be concerned about? And give him the floor. So you're not in a situation in the moment, but in advance, Mm -hmm. what do you think would be important? And see what he says. Yeah. What do you think he would say? My safety. Okay. So if he said my safety and you affirmed That's a good one. What do you think that would do for the rapport in your home?
1: That he knows that I care about him and I want the best for him and for him to be safe. Okay.
0: What about trust for your stepson? How would that help build trust from his perspective? Get yourself inside an 11-year-old head for a little bit. (laughs) 11-year-old boy, I know it's difficult. Even when you have him, it's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) But what do you think would resonate with him? Being asked, what do you think? It would make him feel important,
1: probably. And I think it would mean a lot to him if he knew that I cared about what his opinion was.
0: So go to this bigger picture item, not the specific in the moment. I've been rushing to dance, but generally I can see in my home that this is a recurring situation. So leaving him alone for 15, 20 minutes. What other recurring situations come to mind that you could also initiate the same kind of conversation to build household norms that grow kids God's way.
1: Walking into the house quietly because baby sister is sleeping. We've talked to him about something like this before because he would be loud and squealy with the pup, with the dog and getting her excited because he's home from school and she's so happy and so he just gets her riled up, but sometimes that will wake up the baby. And so we have used this approach before with this topic, but what do you think it does to Nora? You wake her up while she's sleeping, or how do you think that affects her? Things like that. Because we wanted him to understand that it's harmful to a baby if they're not getting the right amount of sleep because they're growing and and developing during their sleep and things like that. And I think again, the asking what he thought validated him or made him feel like his his answer was important to us.
0: We are actually in week number four of the Stepmama Clarity Fall Workshop. And Holly's one of the members of the group. And one of the evenings we were working together, another stepmama gave the suggestion of writing the norms on a board. And then she actually showed what it looks like in her home that they have a dry erase board where they have what the norms of the household are, sort of as a reminder, if you will. So, especially on transition day, the kids must walk right by it and see what's on the board. But it also takes away some of the stress of reestablishing what the rules are that, hey, these are the norms in our household. So, I was asking Holly what she thought about that idea.
1: I loved the idea. I really did. Maybe it's that I'm a people pleaser and that I don't like I don't like to be disliked or okay. resented if that makes sense, but having something like that, I don't know, I could I would be afraid that they would go home to their mom and say they were not all these rules and their house was no fun cuz blah 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 when we're trying to create structure, but then she ends up Being in their ear and we're dealing with some parental alienation things. And so they tend to go home and in a sense, tattle on us Uh if there's something that they don't particularly like, and then we'll get a nasty gram or our lawyers will pass along a nasty, just things like that. And, And so I guess part of me is wanting to establish rules and guidelines for our home, but also doing it in a way that they don't end up resenting us or in their frustration, creating a whole
0: event <laughs> out of it. And how do you think that fear is impacting you moving forward as a family, your fear? Yeah,
1: I think it greatly impacts it, unfortunately, because that slows down the, how much they respect me and things like that. And I mean, I know that their ability to respect and follow the guidelines that are in our home is going to set them up for success in the future. For being an adult in society, they are going to need to know these things. They do it in the classroom and they can do it at home too. So it's knowing that up here, Uh but my heart is still this accept me, love me place because from the beginning, there has been a constant blocker, I guess, wall tried being built all the time. Every time they're not with us that
0: I'm not a good person or whatever. So is that true? Are you not a good person? (laughs) No, it's not true. So if God is growing you his way, what do you think he's saying to you or inviting you into in step parenting? the kids that he's given you his way in your home. What do you think he's saying to you?
1: To trust him. (laughs) (laughs) That that doing the right thing and creating these boundaries for the kids will help them see that I love them and that I deserve respect.
0: Even if they never say, I love you or never give Mm -hmm. you respect, what does God say then?
1: That I still love you. <laughs> and, and yeah, that don't, oh, what's the verse? Exodus 14 14. I need to only, you know, I will fight for you. You need only to be still. I feel like that's been a recurring verse in the last, okay. I don't know, month that me staying steady and following through um, and leaning on the Lord, He's going to fight for me. And help the kids love and respect me but i i know that and they do say they love me it's it really truly is just the lack of respect at times and but yeah i know that god will still see me through even if they don't fully learn that
0: and is god calling you to do the same thing in either situation or is he asking you to do something different depending on how they respond
1: i would say i'd say he would say keep doing the same okay
0: So, what do you want to do next? Like within the next 24 hours, is there something that you could do to apply some of what you've shared on this call in the next 24 hours to help improve the situation or take steps towards your desire to increase respect in your home?
1: Yeah, absolutely. My daughter has danced today, so we could try out what we just talked about, but I could also sit down with hubby tonight and go through and create a list of here's the rules and guidelines in our home and then share with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we would just share with the kids once we've prayerfully considered the different rules and guidelines.
0: Okay. How do you feel about that?
1: That's a good first step. I think that'll, that'll help them to see that what we're doing isn't just being this is extreme, but like a slave driver. We're not like that, but you know, in their eyes, I think it would help them see that we are establishing these things for their good, for their benefit, and because we love them, and not just because we said so.
0: Okay, you did some good work today. Thinking through what's really important to you. So good job. Thank you. Huh. Thank you. Yeah. You know, when somebody says something much, much better than you can say it, (laughs) this is the reason why you should join the Facebook group.
1: I'm so excited. I love, I
0: love, 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 love this group. And I love this
1: podcast and I love everything that it's about. So I'm just ready to be open and vulnerable and honest and get some good feedback. I'm ready for it.
0: You know, Lexi's right. It is happening inside the Facebook group. Look, being a stepmama, it's not for the faint of heart. If you are listening, you already know that this is some tough stuff. Inside the Facebook group, there's workshop opportunities, laser coaching, and prayer. It's a place where we know that we have a responsibility to work through the things that challenge us. And we know that we can do that because God's Word tells us to be bold and courageous. All right, stepmama. You are indeed a bold and blended stepmom. Get inside that Facebook group and I'll catch you next time.